from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. A lot of hooking up going on in Moorhead City. Big Rock Fishing Tournament taking place. We're going to be joined by the Executive Director, Madison Strzok, a little bit later on in the program today. Mandatory minicamp taking place right now for the Carolina Panthers. But Chris Lee, we saw... A first-time champion last night in the Denver Nuggets. Absolutely. Um, I actually fell asleep on it, but... You woke up. I woke up and, and saw that the Nuggets won. And here's something I started to think about, too. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I have purposely tried to discount Nikola Jokic Why? on the way here. I just... I Why'd don't you know. I guess, I guess I just personally wasn't a believer. And I can... And I can be honest about that. Okay. I can be very – a lot of people aren't honest about what their agendas are and, and what when they talk about a particular player, what they're feeling. I can be honest and say that I just looked at this player and said, yeah, he's a good stat filler. That's mm-hmm. cool. But is he a good basketball, basketball player? Is he an all-time great? And when you look at what the Nuggets have done, when you look at their 16-4 and postseason record yeah. to get to their first championship, when you look at the fact that Nikola Jokic, on the way to the championship, led his team in points, rebounds, and assists, yeah, you can't help but to become a believer and say that, no, he has a chance. I, I'm not going to put him like top five center ever or anything like that right now. But he has a chance to break into that for sure. It, it, and it doesn't. And he doesn't have to win another championship for that. It's not about. It's not based on championships. It's simply what he's doing on the court. He, and if he keeps doing that for another five to seven years, maybe more, he's going to be one of the top five best to ever do it. Honestly, I look at it just enjoying what you have at this moment. Because yeah, we could project down the line if he keeps doing this, blah blah blah. But that's again, that's a, a down the line type thing. But in the moment when we watch this team this season and this postseason specifically, they were fun to watch. It was pretty basketball. It yes, really was. The way they operated was. offensively, because I feel like oftentimes this is what deters a lot of people from the NBAs. They feel like it's so much isolation. Like you watch the Boston Celtics, yeah. for example. All right, Jason Tatum, you go. Nope. All right, Jalen Brown, you go. Yep. And it's yep. what it felt like oftentimes. Uh, but this was just everything worked together. Everything was a piece into a larger cog. Like the Warriors, mm-hmm. but just a different system. Where just the Warriors systems, yeah. were based around what St- Stephen Curry was going to do and playmaking around that. This is just literally one big man who can do it all, and everything just centers around him. It's almost like he is the sun, and everything orbits around him <laughs> on that team, and that's how far they're going to go. Hey, people gravitate towards him. Mike Malone, the head coach of the Denver Nuggets, thinks that this NBA Finals championship may just be the beginning for this. Ty Riley uh, said something many years ago. I used to have it up on my board when I was a head coach in Sacramento, and I talked about the evolution uh, in this game and how you go from a nobody to an upstart and you go from an upstart to a winner and a winner to a contender and a contender to a champion and the last step is after you're a champion is to be a dynasty so we're not satisfied we accomplished something this franchise has never done before but we have a lot of young talented players in that locker room and i think we just showed through 16 playoff wins um, what we're capable of on the biggest stage in the world they were never down in a series. No. Like, that was – that's what we were saying about the Carolina Hurricanes before they ran into the Florida Panthers. Mm-hmm. They were never down in a series this postseason. And basically averaging losing one game per series, 
averaging winning four games per series. That's dominance. And the only other teams that have been able to do that in recent history mm-hmm. have been dominant dynastic teams. Okay. Golden State Warriors. San Antonio Spurs. Los Angeles Lakers. Those are teams that have been able to have 16 to 4, 16 to 5, 16 to 6 type runs in the NBA uh playoffs on the way to a championship. Mm-hmm. Amazing numbers right there. Yeah, we'll we'll Dominance. dive we'll dive into the numbers a little bit later on. But as I mentioned a moment ago, the blue the the Big Rock Fishing Tournament down in Moorhead City taking place. Uh, we're actually, again, about, in about an hour and a half, we're going to be joined by Executive Director Madison Strzok, who's going to join, join us live from out in Moorhead City. Uh, right now, Sea Toy has boated their Blue Marlin. Looks like we're actually going to get an ETA on that. Or the arrival of that's about 3.30 or so. Right now, as of today, so far, this is at noon earlier, so this quite sometimes takes a minute to update these. There were 33 releases earlier today, and the, and that was at noon today, but I know uh, a few other boats have actually hooked up so far this afternoon uh, with some fish. So we're still waiting to hear that uh, on you know who released the Blue Marlin and all that. I know there's actually been several that have been released even just in the last half hour. But Catch-23, Michael Jordan's boat, is out there today. It's out on the water today. wasn't mm-hmm. out there yesterday. Um, that's the one that a lot of people are going to be paying attention to. Uh, but also, shout-outs to God. Shout-outs to Good Samaritans out there, too, because mm-hmm. – uh, April May was hit by lightning this yeah, morning. Yeah, April May, and everybody on board is safe. Yeah, that is the main thing right there. And then, uh, of course, Sea Wolf stayed uh, with the disabled boat until the Coast Guard could reach them and uh, got everybody back uh, to land safely this morning. So, shout outs to God. Shout outs to Good Samaritans. We love that. Panthers man- mandatory minicamp started today, Chris. Now we have the OTAs, the organized team stuff, which is voluntary, air quotes, <laughs> yeah. voluntary. Yeah. But now it's mandatory. Now you have to show up uh, unless you have an excused reason why not to be there. Even if you're injured, for example, like Brian Burns recovering from offseason surgery or J.C. Horn who got injured recently, you could still be there, but again, you don't have to participate. But show, but attendance is mandatory. Um no pads and all that stuff, so I don't know. It's just basically the continued progression from this offseason. It's really all it is. I was going to add to that. Chandler Zavala, the fourth-round pick from NC State that mm-hmm. they picked, was not in attendance today for the Carolina Panthers because he is dealing with an injury, but they let him deal with his injury away from minicamp. So, again, yeah, it's a so, per- permission. So, yeah, he has permission to not be there. But, you know, if people are going out there and reading, they'll probably read about Chandler Zavala not being there. So the only thing that I care about when it comes to these minicamps – don't get hurt. That's it. Wrap, wrap Bryce Young in bubble wrap. <laughs> Big facts. I don't care what you got to do. Like, I don't, make it a bounce house for him. Like, everyone has to stay out, and he just has a bounce house. I don't care what it is, but protect him at all costs. But one of their y- top young players, defensive back J.C. Horn, hurt hurt his foot slash ankle a couple weeks ago training in a this offseason, a yeah. private workout back at home. Head coach Frank Reich, just about 20 minutes ago, gave us an update on J.C. Horn. Yeah, he's making great progress. We miss him out here, um, but he's making great progress. He'll, he should be ready to go for training camp. Okay, there it is. That's what they said uh, beforehand anyway. So, you know, yeah. I'm going to believe him. Again, maybe the, the injury wasn't as big as we uh, – it, it may sound like because, of course, J.C. Horn – his last, his first two years in the NFL mm-hmm. uh, ended the season with injuries. So, of course, you know, eyebrows are going to be raised and things like that. 
But uh, speaking of injuries, mm-hmm. we spoke about these guys just a, a couple seconds ago. Brian Burns, Dante Jackson, they are out there, but they're not participating because of their injuries. Dante Jackson tore his Achilles uh, last season. Mm-hmm. Of course, Brian Burns had the offseason ankle surgery. Um, he's been having issues with his ankle for a, about a year and a half now. Um, but Frank Reich also talked about those guys. He wants them to be a, a participant. However, he's saying that them not being there also helps with the reps for other players who need the reps. There's another another side of you that secretly is like saying, okay, we're not in the season. We really don't need you now. Loved for you to be out there getting reps, but guess what's happening? These other guys are getting a ton of reps, and you're building depth and strength on your football team. And that cannot be understated how important that is. So with these other guys out, we got so many of these other guys at every position that are getting multiple reps, giving them more confidence, giving us more confidence in them as coaches. So uh, taking advantage of the situation is a big deal. We were just talking about this yesterday, Dennis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolina Panthers on their defense. Could that be the weak link? That usually is not the weak link yeah. for the Carolina Panthers. But past their starters, can you count on the bench at any point? And maybe, just maybe, if the Panthers' defense looks better than what we think uh, this upcoming season, can we look back to the offseason where more guys got reps because Brian Burns is injured, because Dante Jackson is injured, because J.C. Horn is injured? It's I, making them a little bit better. You can, but here's the thing. These are non-padded practices. So, yeah, you get an individual reps against a dummy, like a dummy pad. That's yeah. it. So, yeah. like, it's like you can only gain so much from doing that. You actually need live actual game play. Yeah. No one can – you can never actually replace live game action. So – Maybe in the preseason when those kinds of things roll around, maybe. But, yeah, it's, it's good for those guys to get some individual, more individual reps in this situation. But uh, you'll never actually fully replace actual grass time. I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA Tour, sent a letter to sent a letter to Congress, or is he's set to, I guess, maybe talk with Congress, but Congress is actually investigating. The alliance here that we have between PGA Tour, the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund, and the DP World Tour. And Commissioner Jay Monahan told U.S. Senators in a letter that the federal government's inaction caused him to agree to the controversial partnership. No, it didn't. (laughs) No, it didn't. Congress had nothing to do with you taking the money. So the U.S. Senate subcommittee... And in three days, is going to open up an inquiry on this alliance again because 
the PGA Tour is taking foreign funds. Let me let me. And they read, are a nonprofit. Let me read the quote from Monahan so people can get a full grasp of what he said. Yeah, why well, he's a stooge. Quote: While we are grateful for the written declarations of support we received from certain congressional members, we were largely left on our own to fend off the attacks, ostensibly due to United States complex geo- geopolitical alliance with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. This left the very real prospect of another decade of expensive and distracting litigation and the PGA Tour's long-term existence under threat. So he's saying because the United States government and Congress did not get involved to help them out with the litigation between them in Saudi Arabia slash live golf tournament, that basically the PGA could have gone under because of the litigation over the next couple of years. So basically they would have just been tapped out of money. Yes. Essentially is what it was. So the way the PGA Tour adjusted how they were paying players with the, with the sponsorships and uh, the way they're trying to structure some of their different tournaments in order to give the players more, sponsors can only provide so much. And then with this litigation with Live Golf and all that kind of stuff, they the private investment fund of the Saudi Arabia uh, Saudi Arabia is worth over six hundred billion dollars in assets. Six hundred billion dollars in assets. If you just extended out litigation, who's going to win? The the side with more money. Absolutely right. So okay, do they need sports radio over there? By the way, like, do they need Dennis (laughs) and Chris? Everyone has a price. (laughs) Um, Everyone has a price. But here's the thing: why 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 would Congress have to get involved with your litigation? You decided to counter sue. Like what is what does Congress have to do with this? Like okay, so all of a sudden you're catching heat not only from the public, you're catching heat from your own PGA Tour members because of the deal that you made with with the private investment fund Saudi Arabia and this alliance or whatever it is. We're not entirely sure how it's actually going to structure going forward in terms of the actual what tournaments and things like that are going to look like. We we won't know that until next year, but. One thing that I know of is that you're just trying to pass the blame. You're trying to shift focus away from you and be like, well, you know, the reason why we had to do this is actually because our government didn't step in. They, they got they got squat to do with any of this right now in terms of you making a deal with them. Nothing. So why are you bellyaching over this? Um, that's that's the way I look at it. Quit trying to pass the buck to the government. On one hand, and I guess maybe I shouldn't have a 50-50 stance on this, but on one hand, I agree with you that you know Jay Monahan has been, he just seems like a stooge right now. No, he is. On the other He's hand. He's a hypocrite and a stooge. On the other hand, though, okay. we talked about this before, uh, you know, last week. When the when this the way that our government and our society has been set up. It really is in the best interest of money, right? Oh, it's, it's all about in, money. It's not in the best interest of people. I'm talking about the way things are set up, mm-hmm. the way the way we go about anything politically in our society, business wise. It's not in the best interest of people. It's in the best interest of money. So, United States government, if you want this American entity to continue, we need help, right? Like when we think about like a, a gov a, a Somebody like Apple, right? A, a company mm-hmm. like Apple. It's an American company. But they have enough cash in the reserves right now if they want it to. If we decided to tax Apple just out the wazoo, they can just go to Ireland and just chill and be there. Yeah. They have enough cash to move everything. 
and still have enough left over to to reinvest into things they need to reinvest in because the Apple's cash stash is large and enormous. It's basically another country in and of itself, right? And so if you United States government, this is what you've said that you wanted to protect. You want to protect money, you wanted to protect business. Well, this isn't being protected because through litigation, just simply going through the court system, we're going to be tapped out of money. Help us out with this because this is something that you guys deal with on a higher level. If you can help us out with this, then we are going to be uh, here forever. If not, we're not going to be here. Okay. Well, and so there's going to be a lot of businesses going to be at stake because of that. So that's so I can kind of see what he's saying. On the other end, he is kind of being a stooge in this well, whole no, situation. Yeah, here's the thing. Like the but, so I hate I hate being fifty fifty on this, but I can definitely see. His his side on this. I, I I think honestly he's just trying to pass he's just trying to pass blame because he's getting a lot of bad publicity. That's the way I view it. Because here's the thing: it's like the PGA Tours is just going to up and move to another another country. They're just not going to up and move like all the sponsorships and TV deals and stuff they have. They're just not going to. We're saying and they're going to fizzle out. It's not going to be a movement. They're going to just fizzle out. Okay. I mean, I, when you, I was when I brought up Apple, I'm saying Apple can afford to do. Oh that. yeah, Apple. Well, yeah, the PGA, PGA Tour. cannot afford to do yeah, that. I just that's what he's saying. I I'm uh. I, I I get that, but it's a private entity. I get they're they're a five hundred one. I think they're five hundred one c six. I think is what they are. They're, the PGA Tour that that operates all of the right. the events, the governing body that technically is a nonprofit. But think about so it. So like, but again, think like, of, but like, think why, about it from this perspective, right? Like, why does the government got to step in on that? Think about it from this perspective right here, because then you're talking about other companies that's going to lose a lot of money. So you have. Uh, Wyndham, who's who, they're sinking a lot of money in Greensboro for the Wyndham Championship. Mm-hmm. But along with that, you have people who work for the Wyndham Championship year round. Yeah, uh, Mark Brazel, their tournament director, his people that work for him, uh, and the PR staff and all that, and then also the local jobs it brings to Greensboro. That is a huge boost. Now, just think about all the other tournaments that happen every year at particular places or that bounce around at particular oh, places. I agree. Yeah, like you know, down in Southern Pines and Pinehurst and all that. Like. Or down at Quail Hollow in Charlotte, all the money that really helps out these communities. And if the PGA goes away, that goes away. Mm-hmm. If the PGA goes away, maybe these golf brands like Titleist and and others, maybe they start going away as well. So this is this might be a little something bigger than just I, Jay Monahan and and you know his his leadership of the PGA. It, it this really could be like. A br- like brands and also a whole industry at risk because of a foreign power that's backed by a foreign government. Mm-hmm. So he might have a point on one hand. As much as I don't want to agree with him, I get what I I get what you're saying. But at what point, like where where's that line drawn where like the federal government sh- has to step in into a private affair? We just talked about this NCAA. Tournament. I know, but that's like, but it's <laughs> yeah. like, but that's the thing. Like, same right. thing with the NCAA. Right. Like, what yeah. point? Like, does Congress yeah. got to step in? Like, no, you chose to get into like, yeah, like some of those guys sued you, like Phil Mickelson and some of these other golfers sued you for quote unquote monopolization of the sport, and then you chose to counter sue. Like, you chose to do that. But if you're gonna step in and save banks, if you're gonna well, step like, in yeah, and save well, that's airlines. A, that's, that's a whole different mess. If you're gonna step in and save other people, other industries, or whatever. This this might be something you not, might need to step in and save us for as well because it's not just us going against another foreign company. It's us going against a foreign government. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. With get, a lot of money. Yeah. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.